Amen. I like that. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> Bless your Lord. Ask that you would read. Uh, let's begin at the 14th verse and let, let's read through to the 27. Begin. For the, the body, body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, I'm not the body. It is therefore not of the body. And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not the body. It is therefore not of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where the smelling? But now has God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. And if there were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet one body. And I cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again feet to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable Upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and our uncommonly parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which hath, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now are you are the body of Christ and members in particular. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we honor you, Lord God, for your goodness and grace. We thank you for your word. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you will bless, Lord. Have your way. Have your way. Lord Jesus, you know the need of each individual, and you're the only one that can supply that need. Lord Jesus, touch those that are sick in their body, those that would be here that are not here. Lord God, raise them up again, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, you know the unspoken requests that have been made. Lord God, ask that you meet it, Lord God, to your glory and to your honor. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless your Lord. The theme, as we all know, because we see it posted, is building together in unity. And so, but I have a simple thought in the form of a question, and that is, what is your role? What is your role? And all of this that that we talk about, what we have read, what we have not talked about. What is your role? You know, and as a subtopic, I, I need to know if you need some medical attention. You might be suffering from comparisonitis. And so we're going to, uh, what is your role in this? You know, we, we, we church, church, we church. 
we know how to church. Is that right, Mother? Uh, we know how to church. We we know what to do. We know when to say amen. You know, we, we know when to give a Shondo and a Honda and all of that kind of stuff. You know, we know. We know when the, when the organ hits a certain note. You know, we know how to stamp our feet and, and perform our own quickly. Come on, come on, uh -huh. come on. Yeah, 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 that's what I said. Uh, you know, to perform because of the music. Uh, because of what's what's going on. We've, we've learned the church. You know, but what really is your role in all of this? You know, and, and so I'm I'm not asking you what, what you would like your role to be. Uh, you know, or, or, or what, you know, or about your current, but about your current role. What is your current role? A role is uh, the function assumed or part played by a person or thing uh, in a particular situation. Uh, as an individual, each of us is expected to behave in relationship to the role. Uh, the role is determined by his or her relationship uh, that could be in the home. Uh, it could be on the job, or, or with uh, an association, uh, with other, uh, without overstepping certain boundaries. Uh, you know, I, I have a responsibility to make sure that, that people stay within certain roles. That therefore, you can't go in, into the database and just, and just get what you want out of it. Uh, you know, uh, to protect information and so supply information where needed so that uh, it can be analyzed and decisions can be made. You know, so everybody has a particular role as you have discovered that when you're at work and you try to access information, it will tell you you don't have permission. All right. And so there are certain roles, but I, someone else does. You know, some, some of us have the keys to, to it all and could go in, but there is a... Uh, um, uh, ethics, you know, responsibility and principles that need to be upheld so that you don't abuse the authority that you have. And, and so we have to consider our role, you know, and not overstep boundaries that have been preordained. Uh, every role has been preordained. In other words, there are guidelines established long before you came into being. You know, when the uh, when God, the goodness of God called you, uh, when he troubled you, some of us he had to trouble, he had to stir up, you know, others he presented love and, and they fell, fell right back in love with him and uh, began to follow him, became discipled. Others needed to have their world rocked in, in order to follow the Lord, but there was responsibility. There was something preordained and established during the goodness of God. And so the Lord troubled to, to get us off the do-nothing stool and usher us into a predefined responsibility. Right. The Apostle Paul uses the analogy of the physical body to, to, to get or to represent and solidify a spiritual assembly of unity. Uh, Paul's effort uh, coupled with the foolishness, uh, foolishness and uh, uh, that God uses, you know, God uses foolishness. Uh, and, and he's not foolish, but he uses foolishness for us because we're so foolish. And, and so the Bible plainly says, for those of you that, that may not and went over, the Bible said through the foolishness of what? Of preaching. Amen. So right now I'm being a fool for Christ. 
And so through the foolishness of preaching uh, that, uh, that God used to cause a weakening of those, awakening of those that are asleep, those that were sleeping, those that have been uh, rocked to sleep by complaining, those that have been rocked to sleep and, uh, because he's speaking to the church, those that have been rocked to sleep from complaining and, you know, from swallowing the pill, the pill of complacency or finding themselves in a comatose state because they sat down to eat and then they rose up to play and fell asleep afterwards. Uh, the suffering from the dreadfulness of disease caused comparisonitis. You know, uh, uh, we get stuck in a, in a mode and a dangerous, it's a dangerous disease to be, uh, to, to fall upon you. You know, people are concerned about the, the 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 pandemic and everything, but uh, but the greatest concern was dying without Christ. Right, Bless your Lord. Right. The greatest concern was leaving here and not being prepared. Leaving here and you've never fulfilled your role. You never fulfilled the calling uh, because you were suffering from this pandemic. No, not the pandemic of Corona, Amen. But the pandemic of comparisonitis. Uh, too busy uh, trying to be something that you're not. And so the, if the screwdriver, you know, if I was a screwdriver, then, uh, you know, just using the, the toolbox, you know, then, then I would be the greatest, you know, I would be the, and, be, and, then, and then the screwdriver uh, uh, thinks about the, the fact that if I was the hammer, uh, you know, but then who would, who would rivet the screw in if you was the hammer? You know, or, or if I was the pliers, you know, who would pull it out? And, uh, you know, if I was the vice grip or uh, or the nail gun, uh, you know, I, I would be so different. I, I would do it this way. Bless you, Lord God. But what is your role? You know, it, 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 you, nothing would get done. If, and this is what Paul is saying. Nothing would get done if everybody and everything was the same. Uh, it would still be, it would just be a comparison, a continual comparison of, of self to other things. And when there is always a continual comparison, uh, then you don't feel your role. You don't feel the position or the thing that God has called you into. Uh, you never accomplish that act. You never accomplish that thing because of the comparison. Uh, which uh, uh, I, I was reading, you know, comparison is, is one of those thieves because it steals joy from you. You know, it causes you to cough up the sentiments, the opinion, and, and attitude, and emotions, and, and drama. You know, you become a drama king or a drama queen, you know, uh, when you get caught with that dreadful disease. You know, it, it causes you to sneeze terribly and leave a residue of things uh, that, that just is life-changing. Someone that's listening to you, they, you know, you sneezed all into their ear and now they contaminated. You yeah. sneezed all on the doorknob and, and so now they don't want, they didn't touch the door and they contaminated. You know how disease go, you know, and, and so it, and so we have to be careful uh, about this contaminant to keep it away from all of us. Uh, just like we walk in with masks on. You know, and, and social distancing and stuff that has been that has been uh, uh, illustrated throughout the past year or so, you know, and being told to make sure to, to, to wash your hands, you know, and God has been saying it all along, sanctify your hearts. God has been saying all along, be holy because I'm holy. God's been saying it all along, without holiness, no man shall see. So we need to wash our hearts. And 
by the word is what cleanses you. Bless the Lord Jesus. It causes an ache. It causes a feeling of inferiority. Amen. Making you strengthless and weak to operate in the role in which you have, uh, you begin to deflect onto others and, and looking at others and saying, well, if I was them, this is the way I would do it. And if I was that person, if I, but what about your role? What role do you have that you need to play? The Bible says, for when, when the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again. Because you were missing out on your role, which was the principle and the oracles of God. And now, instead of you eating meat and teaching someone else how to eat it, you need milk. Instead of you uh, uh, fixing, you know, when we, uh, our children, if you remember when having a child, you know, some of those of us that have children, and you know that, that, you, uh, that you would preach you the food for them. Uh, you know? <laughs> You, you were briefly, briefly. <laughs> so that it was easier for him to, oh bless you Lord God. <laughs> and, and so, you know, the, the preacher does the same thing. You know, the word comes to us first. You know, we have to gurgitate and, and, and get with it and, and, and digest it, you know, before we even present it to anybody else. But the Bible says you have need of milk and not strong meat uh, because you don't, you forgot the role. Amen. So there's something that's more than, than what Paul is trying to say because, see, when you start talking about the body, you know, the body being fit together, when you start talking about the body and the function of the body, you find out that the body needs the proteins and the minerals and the vitamins and all the things that is needed in each individual part so that you can function properly. When you start to look at the body, you start to see when it's missing. The Bible, the, the, the body tells on itself. The body tells on itself. Uh-huh. The body tells on itself. You, you know, I was at the, I was at the doctor today. I had had my, my annual physical. You know, we were talking about about different things, and you know, and and, and everybody. You should have make an appointment to get your physical. You know, to make sure that you're in good health, or or to find out because you don't know what to pray about until you find out the situation. And so the doctor said, well, you know, when you when you look at your body, do you notice any type of, of skin tags? Do you notice different things on your body? Because it's telling you something. It's identifying something. Swollen feet are not just a, a, that you didn't have your feet laid elevated. That's a sign. Listen, let's go back here. Comparisonitis of what have you eating puree and drinking milk instead of meat and potatoes. Uh, God wants to give us some meat and potatoes. And uh, you know, asking or, or you know, when we do realize that it's something we don't like, the pastor didn't say something I don't like, the, 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 the minister, the missionary, they even said something I don't like, then you jump up and start asking Master Google. You know, Master Google's those other pastors. You know, Master Google's those friends and folks that you, you know, you go to Google and them, you know, a dear Google pastor said what I did not like. A dear Google, the elder uh, don't know what they doing. Dear Google, uh, uh, what are you doing at your church? You know, dear Google, you know, but what is your role? What's your role? Because maybe if you were doing your role, because all of us have a role, then, you know, then we, then everything starts to fit. Everything starts to move. Everything starts to shift and to roll and to go 
into the right direction into which it needs to go. You know, but, but somebody you know, lost their mind, you know, when you start Googling and answering things and, and digging into things that you should not. Oh, bless your Lord God. Do you know what your role is? Everything has a role is based in the kingdom of God. For the Bible tells us in uh, Psalms, it says in Psalm 68, Thou hast ascended on high, you know, and laid captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts of men. Yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord might dwell among them. You see, uh, understand something, that, that when he was spoken about in Ephesians, he was looking at Psalms. To understand that God gave certain roles. He gave some pastors, some prophets, some evangelists, some uh, teachers. And, and it's all for the role of what? Uh, perfecting the saints. Uh, can we all come into the statue of the man, Christ Jesus? So in comparison, we should only be comparing ourselves to who? Christ Jesus. Not to uh, Elder Miller, not to uh, Pastor Carl, not to a uh, mother, but comparing ourselves only to Christ Jesus. Uh, don't you know and understand that the angels have a role? Uh, the sons of God have a role, and you have a role too. For the Bible tells us in Job, it says that now there was a day when the sons of God came together to present themselves before the Lord. And the angel came, and the Satan came, oh, well, he's a fallen angel. Uh, he's, a, he's a fallen chair. And so Satan came also among them, and the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered and said, Lord, excuse <coughs> me, answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And they presented themselves before the Lord. When they presented themselves, the question is, what is your role? What have you been doing? In other words, there is accountability. Uh, Satan appeared also as his role uh, and to the Lord. And at, the Lord asked him and said, what have you been doing? Going to and fro in the earth. I've been walking up and down in it. When you suffer from comparison, you go to and fro. And you walk up and down in it. Oh, bless your Lord God. You walk around instead of occupying your role. Bless your Lord God. The gifts, oh my God. The gifts, the gifts existed even before Adam. Before Adam was, the gifts was there. Uh, where did you get that from, preacher? Uh, the Bible tells us in James, James 1, 16 through 18, it said, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the fathers of life, of whom is no variableness, of neither shadow of turning, of his own will begat he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creature. Oh, what is your role? Uh, the role is that we should be the first fruits of God. The role is that we should be exemplifying and showing the greatness. You know, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Are we displaying that? Are we showing that? Are we showing? Are we presenting ourselves as the conquistador? Are we presenting ourselves as a mighty warrior? One that's ready to stand and to go into battle and fight. One that is ready to, to allow the kingdom of God to be manifested no matter where we are or what's happening. Are we fitting into the role that God has called us to be in? Bless you, Lord God. Oh, what is your role? 
You've got to stop and think about it for a moment. Am I doing what God has called me to do? Listen, when God called, he didn't call us to do it within the four walls. But he called us to be spread abroad. We come to present ourselves. When we come into the church, we are coming. The sons of God came together. Where do you think they was meeting at? Bless your Lord God. They came together in his presence. So when we come to the church, we are coming together where? We're coming together in his presence so that we can present ourselves and give an account for the role in which we have played. Uh, the role, not just the role of an exotic murder leader, amen, but uh, what is the role? What you need to think about it, what is my role? Uh, I'm not going to pick on the mothers, but, but mother, I'm going to use you for an example. Uh, the mothers in the church, what is your role? The Bible tells us in Titus. He said, but speak those things which become sound doctrine. Uh, so the mother's role is to speak sound doctrine. And the aged men, uh, let's not forget about them, uh, the, the aged men to be sober, to be grave, to be tempered, to be sound in faith and love and patience. Uh, the aged women likewise, that you uh, behave yourselves as becoming holiness. And in other words, God doesn't have, the, uh, what do you call them, uh, uh, Oh my God, somebody, uh, you're messing with me here. Uh, bless your Lord God. Uh, uh, tigers, uh, uh, what do you call it? Somebody know what I'm at. Cougars, thank you. Amen. The Lord is not, uh, he ain't got no bunch of cougars, you know, sending around, but, but those that presented themselves in holiness, you know, not false accusers, not giving them much wine, uh, you know, and, and teachers of good things, uh, that they may teach the young women to be sober, that they may love as they should. I, I left out the word there, uh, but you understand what I'm saying. You're supposed to love. Uh, you're supposed to love. You're supposed to love who you with. You're supposed to love your children. You're supposed to be discreet chasers and keepers at home and good and obedient. Amen. That the word of God be not blasphemed. Uh, what is your role? Uh, likewise, the young man, uh, uh, exhort them to be sober-minded, not to be foolish and caught up in everything. Oh, my God. And all the things showing a pattern of good works. Uh, that's our role. We're supposed to show a pattern of good works. Uh, good works in doctrine, uncorruptness, uh, gravity, sincerity, uh, sound speech, uh, which cannot be condemned, that, uh, that is contrary and not to be ashamed so that no one speaks evil of you. Uh, the way that you, uh, uh, that you did it back then has changed. Uh-huh. But, you know, sometimes we look and we say, you know, well, this is the way we used to do it. But things have changed. You know, people used to crank Model T Fords, but we drive the Teslas now. But things have changed. Uh, did you hear what the Bible said? The Lord told Daniel, he said, knowledge will increase. Uh, we, we're not just using uh, paper money, uh, but, but we're using cryptocurrency. Bless your Lord. And that's not something for us to look at and say, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm an older person now. You get out of here with that. Bless your Lord God. Well, we, it, age has nothing to do with it. It has to do with the fact that the Lord said, look, I write to you fathers because you've known him. 
So he's creating a balance. The body has to be balanced. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you have known him from the beginning. Uh, and I'm writing to you, young man, because you have overcome the wicked one. You got some strength. You got some power. And, and so we, we need to show you how to how to use that power and use that influence and use what you have. And I write to you, little children, because you know the father. And, and, and I have written to you, fathers, because... Uh, you have known him that is from the beginning. Uh, I have written unto you, young man, because you're strong and the word abided in you. Hallelujah. And you have overcome the wicked one. Well, the Bible tells us that, that the Lord spoke to Ezekiel. He was speaking to him about the body. Uh, and he told him to prophesy and because there was displacement. He told him to prophesy because there was separation. He told him to prophesy because there was a feeling of being all dried up. He told him to prophesy because there was a feeling of being lost and cut off. Uh, but the first thing that he did was show him the condition. Uh, then he told him to speak and to hear the word of the Lord. Uh, after that, uh, the essentials began to come together. The flesh, the sin, and everything began to come together. People began to fall in line, and, uh, you know, but yet there was still a lifeless that was there. And so he told him, he said, speak to the wind. You know, this natural movement of something. And you know, sometimes we just got to speak to the atmosphere. You know, to make the change. We don't have to talk to the people, but speak to the atmosphere by itself. Uh, and it will make the change. When we talk to the atmosphere, it will send a rumbling and a tumbling. When we speak to the atmosphere, it will cause a shaking. When we speak to the atmosphere, it will cause a disruption of things that are going on. When we speak to the atmosphere, it will cause the prince of the air to be shaken. Bless you, Lord God. Oh my God. We have to spend time talking to the people to speak the word of God. We have to spend time talking about folks to speak the word of God. Oh my God, bless your Lord Jesus. And so we know that, that the air itself is, un, is uneven, the heating of the earth by the sun and the rotation and the atmosphere's pressure. Uh, you know, and so there is a low pressure and a high pressure, you know, resulting in various wind speeds. And, and you know, science has grouped these four things together as the polar and the tropical and the easterlies and prevailing westerlies and, and the intertropical convenience zone and, you know, and a few other winds, but those are the major once and the Lord told him he said speak to those things you know talk to those things and watch it move and you know and so the body the body itself could not do nothing the body itself could not do anything you know when Adam was created and God scooped him out of dust of the ground Adam had the hands he had the head Adam had the feet Adam had the leg he had a full torso but Adam could not move until God breathed into him and then man became a living soul. So our responsibility is to breathe into them so that they become a living soul. Our responsibility is to continually provide the breath so that as they inhale, as they exhale, it becomes a praise unto God. As we lift him up, my God, as we magnify him, as we exalt his name together, it releases the love. But you know that true love, 
come over you. That true love covers a multitude of faults. That true love hides some things that, that you really don't want nobody to know about. That true love. Oh, bless your love. It's that true love that when you when you hurt your finger, you know, you hurt yourself, your, your right hand reaches over and holds you. Uh-huh. You know, when you, you you bump your elbow, you might laugh a little bit, but you know it hurt it, but, but you reach over to hold it. Oh, bless you, Lord God. You know, when you didn't hurt your you didn't hurt your foot, you're gonna protect it, don't you? Uh you, you gonna tell those kids playing, don't you bump into my foot? <laughs> you know, and, and being the kids that they are, they're gonna be like, why? <laughs> Bless your Lord. But you, you're going to protect it. You're going to protect it because you love it. You know the importance of it. Well, let me ask you this. Why is it? We're talking about the body. Why is it the body could be having a little pain over here? I've been way over to touch my foot to make when it's hurting. So why is it that that it's not coming way over here when there's a pain. We said we're all part of the body. But there is a disconnect. Oh, oh bless your Lord God. Because somebody has forgotten a role. They forgot a role and, and, and then in and, and that, and that dilemma of forgetting, they were infected. Jesus. Uh -huh. They were infected uh -huh. and began to compare. Uh -huh. Well, God didn't call us to compare anything no, but no, no. ourselves with Him. Yes. Ourselves with Him. Yes. That's the only. And in comparing ourselves with Him, we don't look to be like nobody else. I don't want your job. You don't want my job. I was specially designed for what I do. Uh-huh. It, it took time to mold and shape me. You know? And, and you know molding and shaping is painful. Uh-huh. It, it's not always a, a, a pleasure. Mm-hmm. But it's a molding and a shaping that only the designer, the designer. So you can never be, and you can never be, and I found you can never be only the attributes, only the elements, the, the, the resistance that was left is what we are. But even with that, we have to be what God has called us to be. We have to know our role. What is your role?